them and keep them safe and uh, and bless our podcast lord i pray that you bless the word that's going to be coming out of here and uh, you've been doing this for seven years lord I, I remember when i first got started that rev was the one that encouraged me to move forward so it's such a blessing for him to be here today thank you for his family so lord have your way this evening and bring this bring this message forward uh the way that you want to in jesus name amen so psalms 105 um, it always wants to remind us that God is going to take care of us. That's what it's always going to do. Sometimes when you read it, God has to remind us um, of how he carried us. And I hear your testimonies. Um, uh, all of y'all that, you know, that have been here, I know Rev, all of us, Sister Sheila, I love hearing her testimony. Um, but you should have a testimony. I know Sister Sam, she's been through some things the past couple of years, uh, losing her mom. Uh, you know, me losing my mom, it's tough. It ain't easy. And, um, and, it, and sometimes it takes you off balance. Um, but we've got to, you know, we got to keep going forward. That's what parents want us to do. I know that's what my mother told me to do, my father. They said, well, you better stop tripping. You know, like David told Solomon, I go the way of the world. This is, I'm sorry, man, we're going to be born and we're going to move on. So, you know, like my, my parents told me, keep your head up, man. and keep Because I was going to fly back. I was leaving Texas. But my father was like, man, stop tripping gonna be all right keep doing what you're supposed to do and uh and i don't want to see you <laughs> and that was it so we have things and intentions in our mind but god always wants to remind us and that's all we can do you know the older you get and you and i remember hanging around my grandparents they would always want to tell you history and you heard it 25 times <laughs> you know you're like here we go again with this same old story and you're going to hear from me and rev you know as long as you've been around this preacher you're going to hear the story again and I don't know how you're going to go through the Bible and think you're not going to hear about it again. The Bible is repetition. Just like school. When you go to school, it's repetitious learning. They keep repeating themselves. They keep overlapping themselves. They keep slowly taking you a little bit farther, hopefully giving you critical thinking. Because that's what you want. You want to be able to critical thinking gives you the ability to think on your own. It's almost like Romans chapter 12. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Get that critical thinking so you can prove. What is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God? Amen? So tonight, the writer wants to talk about reviewing what God did. Because sometimes, we, we, if you ain't walk with him and he ain't brought you through nothing, he, yeah, that's right, you keep on living. Because if you're walking with the Lord, I'm sorry, something's going to happen to you or you're going to happen to someone else. You're going to make some mistakes. Like I tell you all the time, I've been saved longer now than I've been um, when I was unsaved. So I've made more mistakes being saved mm -hmm. than I did unsaved. Do you understand that? Yeah. So being saved doesn't make you exempt from making mistakes. Mm -hmm. All right? David made a grave mistake one day. He could never, ever live it down. But to God, you know, it was a moment where David said, you know what? He never made the same mistake twice. And that's where you and I want to get. Sometimes God is going to allow us to go through some things. He's going to allow you to make some mistakes. He's going to allow you to live life. He ain't going to intervene in your life. He ain't going to sit down and start saying, no, don't do that, baby. Mm -hmm. not how, sometimes he needs to let us go on and live a little bit and have those moments that when the word of God is preached, mm -hmm. sometimes they preach it about us. We're like, man, I remember I did that in 85. Man, I, was a, I was an idiot back in 85. I was, you know, I'm singing in the choir and I'm, and I'm still smoking. I'm, I'm doing such as I'm still drinking. And, you know, and, and, you know, and that, I'm sorry, y'all. I'm not one to, when, we, when you're walking, we, when we was in the streets, uh -huh. there's no future. Yes, that's right. And pretending like you more than what you are. Yeah. Because everybody in those streets yeah. knows your testimony. Yeah. 
whether you can hold them hands or not, whether you can hold your liquor or not, <laughs> what you smoke, what you didn't smoke, who you lay with, who you didn't lay with. So you can do all the talking you want to. And when we come into church, church is not for us to play. Church is when we come in here and we begin to confess our faults one to another. It's hard for preachers to have somebody, you know, to be riding with, hey, Rev, this is where I'm at. And, and Rev ain't even worried. He's like, man, I ain't worried about you because this is where I'm at. Okay, well, we're praying for one another. Because I'm sorry, man. People Sometimes people want to put you up here, but God levels the playing field. If a man said he has no sin, that he's a liar. So each and every one of us, if you preach, and Sister Sheila can tell you it's very humbling to preach and teach when God calls you to preach and teach because you're an imperfect person. Preaching to imperfect people about a perfect God. Do you hear me? Somebody say, you need to get the beam out your own eye, <laughs> reverend. <laughs> you need to stop. You know what I'm saying, reverend. Okay? So thank God the message is we sinners. But God sent his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. What's even better is it begins right now. So even in the midst of me making my mistakes and things like that, God's love is just, and listen, his love is for everybody. But when you receive his love, that's what's called grace. If I receive, when I receive from you, you know, I don't want nothing from you. Okay, well, look, it's, I'm extending. I don't want nothing from you. You know, you get swollen up. I don't want nothing from you. <laughs> you mad and whatnot. But, but, but get some water. I mean, it's hot out here. <laughs> used to be a bad get some water. Maybe get something to drink, some food. But you swole for it. My bad. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Receive it. Receive the love that God is. And that's why the angels came. I tell you all the time, there's now peace on earth. There's peace in my life. Maybe, maybe you know, the earth ain't got peace, but there's peace in my life. And there's goodwill towards people today. Do I get my feelings some days? Yes, I do. But generally, I'm able to say, Mark, cut it out. And I got, even though I'm angry, you know, a lady bumped into me with her cart today. Just boom, I'm like, yo, you need to, you need to get your cart, lady. And I had to catch myself. And she came back twice. I said, I'm sorry. So I said, don't worry about it. Man. You just caught me at a bad time. <laughs> don't catch me on aisle five, you know, when I got a lot on my mind. Because, you know, that other dude come out sometimes like, I ain't going to take too many of your carts. <laughs> okay. I had to apologize, you know, get myself together. Went, oh, praise the Lord. <laughs> Y'all do it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. But you give them that look like, you better get your cart up off the back of me. I'm just letting you know right now. I'm just, I'm not playing today. I didn't want to be in Walmart. So don't, Y'all don't play with me in Walmart. I'm trying to get in and try to get out. But y'all want to play with black folks? I'm telling you right now, I would tear Walmart up. I'll be on film and everything. I'll be going out like Medea. Like, what? What? All right. Let me move on. I'm sorry. This is Bible study. Sometimes I keep it real. Let me turn this off. You got to turn it off, Red. Well, praise the Lord, everybody. We're here. Bible study. You know, thank God we can erase things. I can, you said the microphone, I can go back and add it in. How I handled the situation correctly. But somebody at Walmart's gonna be like, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. I saw the look on his face. His little hand was all crumpled up. Yeah, yeah, it happened. Psalms 105, y'all. God, he's gonna take care of you. We don't learn nothing tonight. You gotta listen. He's gonna take care of you. Because we don't know how to take care of ourselves. It starts off here, it says, Oh, give thanks. Enter his gates with what? And enter his courts with what? And then it says, let the king of glory. But that's when we begin to worship God. Mm -hmm. But he starts off here, he says, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Mm -hmm. That right there 
shuts the whole religious community down. Because like we were talking before y'all came in, that salvation is of the Jews. Mm -hmm. God gave it to a certain group of people. Um, and he gave his word to them. Mm -hmm. And their job was to be just like the, the, the apostles. Mm -hmm. to, to get the word to everybody else. What? To Judea? Mm -hmm. Samaria? Mm -hmm. And to the uttermost parts of the world. So God, again, is here with us. And our job is to get the message out to the world. The switcheroo that the whole world doesn't understand is that the name now you use the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to say Yeshua or Yahashua, whichever way you want to put it. The Gentiles called him Jesus, and that's the reason why today we use the word Jesus. Mm -hmm. Okay? Now, the Hebrews, Yeshua or Yahweh, mm -hmm. if you want to do it that way. I'm not, he, ever since I've been saying Jesus, he's been answering me. <laughs> All right? You know who I'm talking about. All right? So I know we can get caught up in technical parts of the name. So when you see this name here, you honor the Father by honoring the Son. Mm -hmm. and, and the whole world stumbled over that because they said, ain't that Joseph's boy? Mm -hmm. They didn't know who he is. They didn't know who he was. Mm -hmm. I want to say is. That's the most probable word because he's, he's alive. Mm -hmm. But they didn't know who he is. And that's the, I, it was so funny because I was listening to somebody. I was listening to a Jehovah Witness and somebody else mm -hmm. talk. And they were talking about how we elevate Jesus to the place of um, God. Mm -hmm. But that's the reason why they killed him. And, they, and it was so funny listening to these people talk about this. Because they said, you know, when you get to, uh, I think it's Matthew chapter 20, I think it's 26 or 24, when, the, when he uh, goes before the high priest, and the high priest says, you know what, starts asking him questions. Yes, yes, yes. And he says, and I adjure you by the Lord our God. And I'm like, ain't that something? Are you telling God I'm adjuring you? Who are you? And Jesus said, you know, he makes this famous statement. He says, you know, you know, hereafter you should see the Son of Man coming on the clouds. And that's a prophetic scripture. That's right. That's right. And he was like, so y'all, this brother right here thinks he's God. Mm -hmm. And that's the reason why they wanted to kill him because right. mm -hmm. the people were elevated. When they called him Son of God, remember, they're not talking about like you and I, we're his children. That's right. They were elevating him to the point, well, if, if God actually is his father, that makes him God. And that's the reason why they killed me. So it was so ironic to hear people talk today. And they said, well, he's supposed to be the son of God, but then people want to run around and talk about that he is God. And that was the same conversation that was going on mm -hmm. that got him to the cross in the first place. Listen, they couldn't find nothing that he did wrong. He, he, did, he didn't commit adultery. He didn't steal. He didn't covet nothing. All right? He loved his neighbor as he loved himself. He honored his father and mother. He worshiped the Lord his God. They couldn't find nothing like that, but for just the simple the fact that he called himself the Mashiach, uh -huh. or the Son of God, literally, not like you and I say it, literally, that's the reason why he died for it. And they never knew it. They didn't knew it. So when we start to talk about that name, now, Jehovah, remember uh, when Moses hits him, he says that uh, your fathers didn't know me by this name. Mm -hmm. You tell them Jehovah, son. Tell them my name is Jehovah. Mm -hmm. All right? And uh, so now we switch it to Jesus. Okay, there's a switcheroo. Remember in Isaiah, if you go, and I don't know if you guys like to study like that, but in Isaiah, a virgin shall conceive and bring forth a son. We should call his name Emmanuel, God with us. So it's going to be a switch. You honor the Father by honoring the Son, okay? Um, the word of the Lord tried him. The king sent and loosed him, even the ruler of the people, and let him go free. He made him lord of his house, ruler of all his substance, uh, to bind his princes at his pleasure and to teach his senators wisdom. They're talking about Joseph right here. Mm -hmm. 
Remember, they're going back and, and, they're, and they're beginning to um, take you down memory lane. Because with Israel, we all studied when Jacob, uh, the 70 of them, went into Egypt. That was when everything was all good. The, Joseph's brothers had sold him into slavery. A beautiful picture of Jesus. His, his own brothers pushed him before the Gentile king and, said, and condemned him. And they thought Joseph was gone. But Joseph, years later, comes forth as second in command over Egypt. And the wisdom that God had given him. Remember at the beginning, he said, I see uh, the moon and the star. And, and remember the sheeps were standing up. They were like, boy, you must be crazy. But it came to pass that God elevated him. And he second in command. And let me tell you right now, there was nothing that he couldn't give a charge to but Pharaoh. And just like Jesus, Jesus said, you know, that's my father. But the father and the son are one. But this little story right here of what he's telling is a beautiful picture of what Jesus is. Mm -hmm. But listen here. So Israel came into Egypt and Jacob sojourned in the land of Ham. Mm -hmm. And he increased his people greatly and made them stronger than their enemies. Mm -hmm. He turned their heart to hate his people. Y'all remember that? Mm -hmm. the, the, the Pharaoh went out there and said, man, these people are more than us. Mm -hmm. we, got a, we got two million. They got four million. Now, we got to do something about this. There's more of them than there is us. Uh, so he turned their heart to hate his people to deal subtly with his servants. Then he skips on and moves on in the history lesson. He says, and he sent Moses his servant and Aaron, whom he had chosen. They showed his signs among them and wonders in the land of Ham. Uh, he set darkness and made it dark. They rebelled not against his words. He turned their waters into blood and slew their fish. Their land had brought forth frogs in abundance in the chambers of their kings. He spake, and there came divers sorts of flies, lice in all their coasts. He gave them hell for rain and flaming fire in their land. He smote their vines also and their fig trees and broke the trees of the uh, of their coasts. He spake, and locusts came and caterpillars, and that without uh, number, and did eat up all the herbs in their land and devoured the fruit of their ground. He smote also all the firstborn in their land and the chief of all their strength. And he brought them forth also with silver and gold. And there was not one feeble person among the tribes. Egypt was glad when they departed, for the fear of them fell upon them. So he begins to take us down memory lane. What is so important about memory lane? Because you've got to remember when Jesus comes on the scene, he came on the scene like no other prophet had ever came on the scene. Paul begins to write how he just dismantled mm -hmm. the devil. Now, the enemy, we look today, and, and their state asylums are filled. Um, the, you go to L.A., look at the, let's just go look at some of the documentaries of the homeless people in L.A. Mm -hmm. look, at, look at medical, look at, look at uh, you know, the hunger. Mm -hmm. Martin Luther King, I loved his last sermon. He began to talk. If you ever get a chance to go to YouTube and, uh, and just Google his last sermon, he begins to talk about the civil rights issue, the same as what we're talking about today. Mm -hmm. Back in 19, what, 67? Mm -hmm. He's talking about the civil rights movement, but then he shifts it. Oh, man, it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And he starts to talk about poverty all over the world, which is a worldwide pandemic, is yeah. poverty. It's going on right now. With all the food that we throw away, folks out here are starving to mm -hmm. death. They're talking about COVID. Listen, the opium mm -hmm. has claimed more lives than COVID. Mm -hmm. that, that's the use of heroin. Different has killed. Listen, they ain't telling you that has killed more people 
drug use has killed more people than COVID. And that's just in America. We're not talking about the rest of the world where it's free. We're not talking about, I mean, poverty. If folks are starving and dying in America with all the food that we throw away, I guarantee you it's even worse in these other countries. But you and I can't see it because our, our televisions aren't showing us that. So when you start to think about what happened here in Egypt, if they're taking you down memory lane to when Moses and Aaron walked in there, and remember the water turned to blood, and the flies came, and the locusts came, and the frogs came, but then the last one was the killing of the firstborn. So you got to go down the memory lane of Jesus. Is when he began his ministry, he was at a wedding. They didn't have no wine. Remember, they turned the water to wine, right? Well, these pots of purification that they would use in, e in Israel. These were, if uh, the priests came around, they would keep pots around. Uh -huh. They would keep some because sometimes, man, you could be out in the backyard, come across a dead body. You're unclean now. How are you going to move around unclean? How are you going to move? I'm not talking about like just dirty. I'm talking about unclean. There was so many times that you could come across something to be now you're unclean. You can't go out. You can't go to work. So the priest would come by. And he would have to bless you, but there was water pots of purification there. So he turned that water into wine. Do y'all remember that? Now, they said that was his first miracle. Then after that, man, he just began to take take the, he, he, every illness that was known to man at that time. What was the worst illness at that time? Y'all remember which one it was? Don't say COVID. Do y'all remember? We're going, down, we're going down memory lane tonight. This Bible study. Y'all remember which one was the worst one? Remember? Um, what's, what's the brother that went to the river to, to, to bathe seven times? Y'all remember what he had? Leprosy. Remember leprosy? Boy, leprosy, they put you out the camp. Michael Jackson would have stayed out the camp. That brother, as brown as he was, and he, and now you come white? Oh, no, you out the camp, Pippin. Yeah, <laughs> you gone. You let a little bit of white. What's that white stuff on you? Was you baking today? Man, my skin acting a little. Wait, we got one over here. And listen, <laughs> they would they would give you Mickey D's and drop it off. <laughs> outside the camp. Okay, they dropped your Mickey D's off. They, they Domino's was just, no, they was before COVID. Domino's had a no touch back then. They would set the food <laughs> and walk off. And lepers, man, y'all remember the lepers in one story was uh, the prophet told him, he said, yo, man, I know right now it's $200 for a loaf of bread, but in the morning it's going to cost about two cents a loaf. They were like, boy, you crazy. It wasn't for the lepers that went to the camp. <laughs> when the Lord destroyed the camp, I told everybody, they was eating good, had gold and everything. Lepers out there living good. But Jesus, remember leprosy at that time. Mm -hmm. The Lord took on their COVID mm -hmm. with no vaccine. Oh, wow. he, he Listen, he took it on by his word. Mm -hmm. The same God. See, we're going down memory lane because sometimes we don't know. The same God that created everything. You got to go back to John. He created everything. And, the, and listen, the light shined in the darkness and the darkness comprehended it not. People just didn't believe. They take, they take, they go to church, man, they sit up in church. They're like, oh, that's, it's just church. It's just some old time religion. I like when they sing the old Negro spirituals and we can just, you know, until death come knocking, till COVID start come knocking. And the same guy said, yo, man, what you tripping on? I took care, I took care of leprosy. I could definitely take care of COVID. Amen. You know, a bad cough until your skin changes. Uh -huh. Oh, no, man, yeah. no. I'd rather take the bad cough. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, give me some Vicks and some, and some vapor <laughs> rub. I'll, I'll take this fight on. But leprosy, <laughs> stuff start changing. Your face start changing. You know, uh -uh, this ain't no Michael Jackson change. This is, this is, uh, 
You're going to start with the man in the mirror, all right? Just look in the mirror a couple of times. Your nose looking all crazy. Nah, bro, I'm going to deal with this COVID right here. You know what I'm saying? And some, and some chicken noodle soup. But Jesus took on their uh, SARS and their Ebola and their COVID-19. Do you, you understand what I'm saying? That's what the writer's trying to tell us. Do you remember what God did here? Jesus the same. What? Yesterday, today, and forever. What ails you now? What's your problem? What's your issue? So he's talking to him about everything that God did to set the people free. And then we go back to Jesus and look, he took on death. Remember when Lazarus died? He took death on death is scary. I don't care who's out here on, on planet Earth trying to act like you all like don't don't pay no attention to the movies. Shoot me. Nah, nah, that ain't. Nah, I was watching. <laughs> I was watching this. This rapper, right? He gets robbed for real. He gets robbed for real. I'm watching this rapper. Somebody, a rapper come across my street. But he in the car, right? He got the music flowing. He rapping. And he coming down the block with all this money. Well, what are you coming down the block with money like that? Look, you radio had the, the poo and the, hey, poo. This fool coming down the block with a lot of money. They like, what block? He in that red car. Mm. Look, you tough, right? Got your grill in, got your money flowing, talking about how many guns you got in the car. When you stop at the stop sign and your music's going, and boy, put that pistol to your neck, all that tough guy talk went out the window. It's on camera. They got the cameras in there. The only thing you can see is the arm and the gun to the neck. And my man got, he got so like, hey, hey. Because he was tough with the, you know, and we here. Got the money flowing and all that. Well, when that nine went to his neck and that boy tapped on his neck, they said, man, let me get that. Oh, boy thought, he was like, are you playing? He's like, I said, my man was just sitting, man, I tell you right now, the female come out of you. <laughs> it looked like Eve came out of him. You know what I'm saying? It was like Eve showed up. Adam was gone. Eve showed up like, hey, hey, daddy. And I'm sitting there cracking up because that's any one of us. We hard coming out about, yeah, they're going to give me my check. Until that gun start tapping on your neck. And you realize that, yo, man, this is, this is, and listen. And, you know, when he looked up, he must have looked at death. Because he, you know, he looking up like, man, stop playing. But when you, somebody looking at you and old boy is like, I'm going to kill you. There's a difference in people's eyes. You know, like sometimes you can look at somebody and be like, eh, boy, over here just running them out. But you look at somebody and be like, you know what, I, I got some more in my wallet. <laughs> I don't got just this money right here, but I got a couple more dollars in my wallet. My man was like, just give it all up. Give everything up. Robbed him right there in his little video. In his, with the cameras there. But they never put the cameras on the outside of the car. They doing their own shoot. If you had the cameras on the outside, it might have been, look, and everybody got a mask on, so what you going to do? This is the right time to rob somebody right now. You coming in, you coming there all geared up, looking like you Saddam Hussein. You got a head, all they can see is your eyes or whatnot. You might put some blue eyes in there. They don't know what color your eyes are. I don't know. I don't know if they were brown or hairy. Look, it's the right time to start robbing folks right now. Don't go around with no money. Don't go around flashing nothing. Folks running around here. Look, you only, you can't even see nothing. They got gloves on. You ain't worried about nobody with gloves and a mask. You ain't, it's normal to look like you robbing people today. Got, got. Do you hear me? Death, come on, you listen. They, death was something. Like, we got all these different... Doctors and stuff like that. We got the little things, the electric, the, the electric things that hit your chest and bring you back. 
you know, we got these oxygen, these ventilators and stuff like that. Like, they, if that was like now, whatnot, they'd have been like, oh, they had him on a respirator. <laughs> you know? Nah, Lazarus was, they said, Lord, he's stinking. Look, about this time or whatnot, if we had him outside, the dogs be chewing on him. He stink right now. Look, he took that on. We going down memory lane. They going down memory lane. We going down our memory lane. He took that on. Brought Lazarus out of there. Remember the funeral? I love the funeral one when Jesus stops the funeral because he looks at the mother. You ever? You ain't been to a funeral, right? You ain't been no place where you love that person. That person is gone, and you know you ain't got nothing to say. People are trying to come talk to you. You ain't got nothing to say. You ever been there? I ain't want to talk to nobody. I ain't want to hear nothing. Tears is coming down your face. You ain't got nothing good to say. Jesus rolling up. You looking at this fool like, boy, don't play around it. Don't play around it. Play around if you want to. He come up, hey, everybody, how y'all living? That's right. You don't mind if I just take a look at who's in the coffin, do you? And these people are like, boy, is you crazy? He brought that boy up off that coffin. He said, woman, he had compassion. The same God had compassion. Took that boy up out that coffin and said, mom, here you go. And listen, and he kept on walking. He took on everything known to man at that time. Just like Moses and Aaron took on every God represented in Egypt. And God gave them the power to take it on. God has not changed. Whatever is coming down the road for you and me, 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 I'm telling you, God has already fought the battle. He fought it. And he won. I fought the law. (laughs) The law won. But I tell you right now, Jesus said, listen, I'm greater than the law. I'm greater. The law says death, but I'm telling you that I would give you life. Yes. He was, he was, the Lord went to him and said death, and he began to cry because when the Lord tell you something, mm-hmm. man can tell you whatever they want to. That don't mean nothing. But when the Lord tell you, hey, it's a rap doc, you're like, man, Jesus, come on, man. Somebody got time for that. I had a little things I wanted to do. But he turned his face to the wall and began to talk to the Lord. The same prophet that gave him said, look, after he was 20 steps away, he came back around and said, hey, Hezzy, Hey, man, forget what I said. That's 15 more years. So everything that you're going through in life, you have to understand that God has already defeated it. And if you don't know, you got to go back to the word. That's why the word is so important. John said in the beginning was what? The word. The word was what? With God. The word was God. You got to know this stuff. That's the reason why we, we, we come to church. We... Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing how by the word of God, and how can you hear without a preacher? And if you're in your life, or you're you're in a place in your life where you really don't believe, and you really don't take the word of God serious, just hang around the word of God. Hang around it. I know I like to have fun with it, and and, and paraphrase it and all that. I'm just trying to keep it 2020. I'm trying to keep it real for you on how God rolls. And I tell you, I met him one day, and it changed my life. I've never been the same since I met him. The problem is, I wonder... Has anybody really met him? Because I, I, there's no way, man. I mean, I, 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 was, I was just living my little life. I had no clue. You know, most times you think about God, you think about somebody far away or whatever. But I never knew I was going to meet him, and I didn't know I was going to be preaching and doing all this stuff. But when he told me, he said, man, I called you to preach, bro. I'm going to have you doing this. I'm going to have you doing that. And I was like, ain't no way. Because, you know, I still love the icky. <laughs> when I got the icky up in me, I said, Lord, I don't know who you're talking to. The Lord said, keep on laughing. We'll straighten your butt out. <laughs> but nobody want to talk about the icky. And I'm just going to leave it like that. Children got to go home and get that from your parents. <laughs> but the Lord, had to deliver me. the Lord had to deliver me out of some things. Amen. They still come by every now and then. The icky always come by now and then. Just knock and say, hey, I'm like, nah, icky, I'm good. I just want to check, Pippin. 
Because he's going to come by. Remember, he left. it says when Jesus was tempted, it said afterward, Satan left him for what? He said, I'll be back in a little while. I'm going to let you do you for a little bit. I can see you busy. <laughs> I see you got some preaching to do, Jesus. I'll be back, though. There's going to be another time when you're hungry, brother. Listen, fasting is a part of our life. When you go back here and begin to read, that's one of the things that I've been doing is I've been going back and just talking to people because, you know, now we got KFC, churches, Popeyes. You know, now we got Papa John's, you know, Domino's. You know what I'm saying? We got some good food to eat, don't we? Oh, man. Look, they got it laid out for you. There was a time when we were required to fast. And Israel, if you look at it, they weren't fasting from days of our lives or all my children. You know how we got people today in church about, you know what, I, I just stopped watching all my children for a whole week. <laughs> Steady munching. You know what, I didn't get my nails done. My nails look crazy. I didn't get them done for a whole week. You know, I didn't go shopping for a whole week. I fasted and shopped. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I shopped online, but I didn't physically go out there. I used Amazon. So I saved some money. I saved the Lord some money. I saved the time a little bit more. I hear what people, I hear what people fast on nowadays. And I'm like, Lord, I got to fast from people. Because I've never read in my whole life when we don't stop eating. Every time they said, man, we're going to give up our food. They just said, we're going to stop eating. And I tell you right now, that's the day you'll realize that there's another you in your body. That's the day you realize that somebody else is inside. If you don't believe that there's a body, soul, and spirit, Amen. start fasting. Amen. And you will have a conversation Amen. with yourself. Amen. <laughs> and yourself is not going to be pleasant with you. Amen. All right? Because your soul, I'm telling you, there's a lot. And listen, if legion, if that's a thousand mm -hmm. inside of a man, what do, you think of, what do you think it's at? Your soul is huge. It holds all your tears. Holds all your fears, all your worries. You know, you got your RAM and your computer got the RAM. You might have a 4 gig of RAM, might have 8 gig, 16 gig. Just depends on what you're working with. How big is your hard drive? How many videos can you put on there? How many songs can you put on there? Well, I've got a half a terabyte. i got a thousand terabyte hard drive. Oh, the demon's like, oh, you can hold a thousand? Oh, we're coming up in there. We're rolling up in there. What's your name, bro? Okay, we're rolling up in there. We're going to call you Legion. Because our whole squad rolling up in here. And if you don't think, listen, Jesus took on demons. The real, you, don't, you don't think demons are really real. You, look, you keep looking at TV. TV want to try to break down what the Bible's about. Demons, when they come in, like it says, oftentimes, mm -hmm. he wants to cast himself into the water. Yep, that's right. Oftentimes, he wants to cast, like you just going by, you know, somebody got the fireplace. Like the fireplace going, everybody, oh, it's so toasty warm. You running in the head first, diving into the fire. And everybody got to pull you out. Like, what, what's wrong with Jamil? <laughs> Jamil's like, it just looks so warm in there. Boy, it's fire. <laughs> we going by town lake. You know, all of us out there, you know, having a good time. You jump into the lake. You know, we got to go in the lake, get you out. You doing, bro? I don't even know. This is what was happening to the kid. Make no sense. Make no sense. Listen, y'all. You got to go back. You got to get a good storyteller at your house to, to go back and relive what's happening in scripture. So they can give it to you the way that it's, you know, you in the mall. You ever see somebody, they call them a, what, a kleptomaniac? You walking with your friend through the mall. You know, 
They only weigh a buck 30, but by the time you leave, they look like 200 pounds. They got seven more shirts on, 15 pair of pants they done got on. They done got cookies from the food court, pretzels, everything they got. You And they get in the car with you and barely can move. You're like, what is wrong with you? Oh, I came up today. I came up. And they pulled out mushy cookies and stuff like that. They taking off 14 pair of pants. And they can't help themselves. Oftentimes when they go into the shopping center, they could have $1,000 in their pocket. But they, they, they just got to they, they, they gotta take it. Oftentimes they got to just, they, they just got to take it. And, and, and the parents are like, are you trying to get us all locked up? I was just trying to come up on my own, but I needed a ride there. <laughs> if they had public transportation, I'd have took that. But since you was going, I just caught a lift. Because, you know, accessory to the crime ain't no joke, right, y'all? So anyway, he's going down memory lane. And we just want to, and listen, and when he goes down memory lane talking about what happened in Egypt, it's so easy to take memory lane and go to um, any one of the Gospels. Any one of the Gospels will begin to explain to you what Jesus was doing and how he dismantled the enemy. He took on he took on diseases, he took on death, he took on demons, he took on he took on sin. Because some of us are not demon possessed. We just got sin. We're dealing with sin. We're dealing with things that um, I used to deal with Newport Box. Anybody else battle Newport Box? Newport Box ain't no joke. Keep playing with Newport. <laughs> <laughs> Camel, <laughs> Marlboro man, yeah. keep on playing with them. They look them little, them little things that they ain't demons, but I tell you right now, they're designed to latch on. Some things will latch on to your life, and they on for the ride. They ride you like a horse. Like, you know, you think you got John Wayne on your back? That's called Marlboro man. You know, what I'm saying if you ever look in the mirror, that Marlboro man riding your back. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, you better stop right here. You better light up. Light up that smoke, Pippin. Okay, 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 okay. John Wayne, <laughs> let me get my lighter out. Because that's the way Newport used to run me. I, I've been trying to do something in Newport just always, hey, 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 hey. Don't care what time church start. Let me get my smoke on. Newport got on my nerves, y'all. Newport got on my nerves. Anyway, let's keep on moving. <laughs> Verse 39. It said, he spread a cloud <laughs> for a covering and fire to give light in the night. This is the only part of Israel that gets on my last nerves. I wish I had a pillar of fire and a pillar of smoke. Do you know that? I wish, I, and maybe I do and I just don't know it. But a pillar of fire, like right now on the way home, you got a pillar of fire taking you to the crib. Yeah, ain't nobody gonna try to rob me. The cops ain't even trying to pull you over. Ain't no driving while black while you following on a pillar of fire. <laughs> they like, don't pull them black people over. They, they, they gonna die anyway with that pillar of fire. And during the daytime, you got a little pillar of smoke. Come on now. It was so, I, how, how can, listen, that lets you know sin is serious. Demons are serious. Anytime you physically can look and see something supernatural, but yet you can't stop yourself. Do you understand what I'm saying? You can see something, but you can't stop yourself. You still 
But what Jesus came to take all of that on. All right? Verse 4, the people asked, and he brought quails and satisfied them with the bread of heaven. We're going down memory lane. Now listen, the people got hungry in the New Testament too. He fed 5,000. All right? I wish they had McDonald's back then. I wonder how that would have looked. Lord, we got two Big Macs and a large fry. <laughs> well, I'll tell y'all right now. <laughs> you better, anybody got a Coke? We got a Coke too, Lord. All right, well, I'm going to bless it. Some hot fries, too. I'm not talking about them cold fries they give you. You know, you go driving away, you, go, you grab one fry, you're like, hey, these are cold. Nah, they was a hot. The little boy may have had cold fries, but when the Lord put his hand on them, boy, they was, they, 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 they was hot. The sauce was right on the Big Macs. He had some little cheeseburgers in there, you know what I'm saying? Look, 5,000 that day. And then they brought 12, it would have been 12, it would have been like 11 baskets. Because I still would have been eating on the bed. I would have been like, Lord, uh, uh, there's no fragments on my side. <laughs> all right, son, all right. I only got 11 baskets. Amen. Hey, boy, no, no, I got a Coke. I'm sorry. Still got some of the Coke left because I ate. I ate. McDonald's is good. Y'all, you know, McDonald's is probably a sin, too. It might be a, a place in hell called McDonald's because <laughs> I don't know. We need to study that. If I, can get, if I can get Michael Jackson on the phone, he might tell me there is a place called <laughs> Samuel did get somebody on the phone, didn't he? No, who was that? Who was that? Saul. Saul got somebody on the phone, didn't he? Cell phones might reach hell, because I don't know what phone Saul had, but Saul got somebody on the phone, y'all. I, I remember that. I was reading when Saul called uh, hell, uh, and somebody did answer, and he was like, I didn't know it was real. That's what he said. He, the, the witch said, wait a minute, this is actually hell. I was about to make this up. This ain't Ghost the Movie, Whoopi Goldberg, and Patrick Swayze either. This is a real... She was like, wait a minute, this is actual Samuel. Like, what is, what is this? Okay, but anyway here, so we talked about the quails. Remember Israel was complaining out there. Sometimes we're complaining. Moses said, you know the Lord can hear you. Sometimes I try to complain underneath my breath. Oh, Jesus. He's like, I'm here. I'm like, oh, I didn't need that. I wasn't calling. That was a butt dial. I butt dialed you, Lord. My bad. The Lord is like, you know, I'm listening, right? My bad, Lord, but nah, I'm just complaining because I need this right now. And you got you playing games up there and I ain't got time to be playing games. I know you are ever present help in time of need, but I don't feel the ever present. I just feel the need. That's all I feel. So can we hear it with the other part of the screen? You ever say that to the Lord? Uh, yeah, you got to sometimes you got to you got to say some things to the Lord. I know the Lord starts laughing because he's like, I know, I know, I know. Look, Mark, stop playing. I'm like, no, nah, Lord, because I'm, I'm serious about this. <laughs> this is this is my dream. And you playing with my, you know, if you ever somebody playing with your dreams, mm -hmm. you ain't got time for people playing with your dreams. Man, I told you I did, I'm trying to get this job. Amen. I got 20 minutes to get there, bro. You telling me you still on I-30. I ain't got time. I'm <laughs> they, they, they pull up. I, I'm only playing. They park down the street playing with your dreams. Nah, bro, I'm playing my dreams. All right? Satisfied the McQuills, gave them that bread from heaven, which is like Jesus said, ain't the true bread from heaven because I came down from heaven. He opened the rock. Woo-wee. I gave Red some water. Can you imagine some water running out of, out of rock? Amen. I mean, the Lord gave you some water. He gave us some water that nobody ever drank from. Hit that rock. Man, that stuff came out, man. It was like, what is that called? Arkansas called Hot Springs. Springs. Woo-wee. Put your little bottle in it, bring it on back home. Chill it. <laughs> Be right. It ain't got nothing added to it. Ain't nothing taken away from it. You know what I'm saying? It's Amen. perfect water. The Lord gave them water because they was, they was crying about water. It said the waters gushed out. They ran in the dry places like a river. Do you hear me? People talking. So I'm going to start complaining when y'all leave. I'm going to start complaining to the Lord. Like, Lord, I need a, I need a new tundra. You know? 
For he remembered his holy promise and Abraham his servant. And he brought forth his people with joy and his chosen with gladness. And he gave them the lands of the heathen. Now there's some heathens out here that got some land that I wanted. I don't know if y'all caught that or not. There's some people out here that don't never, never land. I don't know if anybody living there, but you might want to go there. That, that, that's for sale. What else for sale out here? There's a bunch of heathens running around here that got that got property. It said, and gave them the lands of the heathen. The wealth of the wicked laid up, stored up for the righteous. You know, I mean, you got to you got to think about it now. See, it ain't really hitting people yet. Because we keep thinking that everybody owns their property. But God says the earth is mine and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Who can ascend unto his holy mountain but he who has clean hands and what? A pure heart. That is something that only Jesus can wash. When Isaiah said, I'm a man of unclean lips, he said, take the coal off the fire and put it to his mouth. He said, now what prevents you from telling me what it is that you want? So if you and I have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, what prevents us from asking him for the things that we need? Because it's proven. We're going down memory lane. When you go to the New Testament, he said you have not, you don't ask. There's doubt in your heart. You start thinking about all the mistakes you made and who you are and how you ain't worthy for nothing. And he said, the reason why I died because of all those mistakes and how you ain't worthy for it. That's the reason why I died, to make you worthy and for all of your mistakes, to make you righteous before my father. And now what is it that you want? But when you go there with all that condemnation, God is like, man, come on, man, I ain't moving on that. But the day you grow up, and the day you realize who God is, when you begin to speak, God says, okay, and he'll start making some moves. Because, listen, he gave his children land that somebody else was mowing, houses somebody else built, farms that somebody had beautiful grapes and bananas and oranges and grapefruit. Them people put their labor in for that. The Lord said, I'm giving you that because you deserve that. What father and what mother in this room wouldn't give your children the choice, Amen. the best? I know you love everybody, but you're like, hey, look, I, <laughs> I said Walmart aside for you. I just gave them Brooks. Mm -hmm. Now, Brooks is, that's nice. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of stuff in Brooks, but they ain't got TVs. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of stuff in Brooks, but they ain't got bikes. Mm -hmm. They got a lot of stuff in Brooks, but they ain't got an automotive section. Mm -hmm. The Lord said, I gave you the supermarket. Plus the TVs, the toy aisle for some of y'all that may be young. The electronics, the photo lab in the back. I know some of y'all like selfies. The Lord said, I gave you the best. I set the best aside for you. Do you understand what I'm saying? And if we really know who God is, I'm telling you, you would shift in the way you pray. You would shift in the way you think. It would just shift. I'm sorry. When we know people, when I know somebody's working someplace, I start looking behind the counter and everything. You know how we look? Once I make eye contact with you, I'm like, and you're like, a, that means come on around this side over here. I'm over, I go around to the aisle, I go to the cash register that ain't even open, and you just start ringing some stuff up. So here I say some stuff. Chickling. The other one just passed. Chickling. That'd be $10, please. Oh, okay, I got that. That's what we used to do back in the day. All right. now, I'm not suggesting that today. 
But back in the day when my friends were working at McDonald's and we got out the football game, Jamil, I go, I'm just riding around McDonald's till I see you, when I see you go to the, yeah. beep, beep. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was it. When I pulled up to the drive-thru, one that I had you that $10, you give me three bags. Yeah. We ride on. And I tell you right now, that was a good thing. And listen, and we don't bring the same mentality into Christ. When we was in sin, we expected the devil to, to do some things for us. Devil, you the devil. Now don't tell me that you don't know how to steal. You don't know how to kill. And you don't know how to destroy. You the devil. Yeah, you right. Let's go do this right now. And he would go do it. And then we get into God and be like, oh, Lord. I don't know about you. <laughs> You know, and we come in there all like, you know, God's like, are you serious right now? Mm-hmm. Are you serious right now? Unless you see what? Signs and wonders. Mm-hmm. All right. You won't even believe. Right. We wait for somebody to tell us. They give it out free gas at Bookshop. Next thing you know, we all rolling. <laughs> Go past the Brooks's every day. Same gas pump every day. Same God every day. But unless somebody tell us free gas, we ain't going. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Let's see here. He brought forth his people with joy and were chosen with gladness and gave them the lands of the heathen and they inherited the labor of the people. They, yeah, let me do this again. And gave them the lands of the heathen. You know you got somebody that you call heathen right now. You be riding by like, look at them heathens. And they inherited, they inherited the labor of the people that were living there. That means the person just got finished getting their getting roof done, got their house done red. They just got finished putting that beautiful refrigerator in. Look, they got everything just right. The roses are blooming and everything. And you just pull up. Thank you so much. It's just the way I pictured it. To leave the car, leave the caddy. Thank you. You walk on in the house. And they look at the paper again. We've been fixing up somebody else's house? That's what it's written here. He's taking them down memory lane. Mm-hmm. Taking them down memory lane. Listen, and I know that unless you believe this, it means nothing to you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, by faith. The people that he was trying to do this for, they didn't take it serious. But when their children got older and their children caught a hold to this, Remember, Moses didn't make it to the promised land. Do you understand what I'm saying? Moses didn't make it. But them children, boy, they caught a hold of that. And they were riding through the day. They were rolling on doves. 26 is 30s. I guess, is there 30s? They rolled on 30s. The chariots got 30s on them. They just rolling. That they may observe his statues. Listen to this. He did all of this. He showed you all this, gave you his word that you may observe his statutes, keep his laws, and praise you the Lord. And, I, and you know, I'm, I'm talking on Sunday, and, 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 and literally, sometimes I'm telling you, man, when I get with the Lord, like I was telling you all on Sunday, I told him I, I was at the, you know, I'm going to the gym, I'm looking for workout music, I had some hammer on, I'm going to hurt myself. <laughs> Try to keep up with him. Have a time. You know, next thing you know, I done fail and everything. People in the gym is like, oh, the Negro fail. You got to get up and dust yourself off. 
I'm over there all hurt and everything, you know. <laughs> Jamil, I ain't young no more, Jamil. You know, I'm old now. Take me three months to heal. Listen to Hammer. So next time I went in there, I put on the Gospel of John. And when you start listening to the word, man, the truth ain't always pretty. You know, because I want some uplifting, and I want to hear the Lord love on me and everything like that. Sometimes the Lord is like, you need to pull up a chair, brother, and uh, we need to have a good conversation. You know, I like, you know, man, you know, I love your heart. I love you. You got a little spirit about you and things like that. But there's some things, man, that are just a little ratchet. I'm like, ratchet? How do I get to the ratchetness? <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, ratchet. <laughs> I don't want to use anything else. I just want to try to come at you real. You know, you like it real. And, and the Lord will start having some conversations with you because you know what he wants. Listen, he starts talking to you about all that he wants to do. You got to get this. All throughout scripture, the Lord talks to us and he talks to our brothers and sisters in here. And they wrote it all down for us about what he wants to do for us. But we always treat him like he the woman on the side. You know that? We don't treat him like wifey. We treat him like the side piece. We only come around when it's time to play. When we need something. What up, girl? Where was you at all last week and whatnot? I saw them Facebook pictures with your wife. But I guess you need me now. Now you want to start calling me up. Oh, come on, girl. Stop playing like that. You know I got to play my role. Y'all ain't been on the streets before. People play their role. Because they want something. But then once they get it, they gone. They done dipped off. And the Lord's like, why, why I got to be? Why I got to? You know, come on now. Come on, man. Why, why are you dipping off on me? But he's like, yo, man, this is a relationship between you and I. Amen. And ever since you was a little kid on this planet, you know how relationships go. So don't start to act like, well, I don't, I don't know how relate. Listen, <laughs> child, are you playing off on me? Mm-hmm. I'm married to you. I'm, I'm the one that put the roof over your head. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that pay all these bills up in here. Yeah. When you riding around in that Mercedes because of me, but you got old boy across town. Now, what's it going to be? I don't have nobody. Keep on playing. I don't want. I don't want to get cheaters on here because cheaters come and blow your spot up. Uh-huh. Y'all know you remember the cheaters. Good yeah. thing we don't need no angels that going around there. They got film on us. Lord, this is this is them over there with the devil last week. This is Mark playing the lottery right now. Look how many look how many uh, lottery tickets Mark came out with, Lord. You know, because you go by sometimes at the big ball at five hundred million. And the devil starts saying, you could do a lot for the church with that. You know, you got to walk away from the devil. There's always half-truths. It's never the real truth. There's always half. You can do a lot for Jesus with, if you just play, play one, get a, get a pick six, Mark. It'll change your life. Yeah, it'll change my life all right. I'll be like, I'll be cursing God and die. You know? But he starts to talk to us about his commandments and his precepts and his statutes. And I'm telling you, the last book that Moses wrote is called Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy 28. We love Fred Hammond's song. We're blessed in the city. Will somebody write uh, Deuteronomy, the last part of it? You know, we need to, somebody needs to write how you're not blessed no more. Because the relationship you're not honoring. We take these vows. You know, Rev, when you do weddings, I go to weddings and, and, and the vows and everything. Go, People, I want to tell you my vows. I came up with my own vows. But I'm still going to read these other vows. You know what I'm saying? Forsaking all others, do I give myself under there? I need to put that in there because nowadays folks is doing the most. Mm-hmm. They, they ain't going by Leviticus chapter 18. Mm-hmm. All right? So I got to ask, I got to make sure I put some stuff in there and let them know that ain't going to be allowed. Mm-hmm. But 
in our relationship with the Lord. If you ain't there right now, it's okay. Say, Lord, I want to get there. Because sometimes that's what I got to say. When I'm in my quiet time with the Lord, I'm like, Lord, I want to get. I'm like Isaiah, Lord, don't, don't even come in. Because I'm a man of unclean lips. And the Lord is like, come on, brother. But the reason why he's in our life, John talks about it. He says that they don't want to come to the light. They don't want to come to him. They love the darkness more. They love how they move in the dark. They love the dark. They love the clubs. They love that night scene. They love all the stuff that goes along with it. He says, but they don't want to come to the light so that it can be revealed and it can be exposed for what it is. It ain't nothing but sin. And sin, its job is to destroy families, is to destroy your future, is to destroy everything. So if you think right now, the way you are living, you are coming up, and it's against what God says, I'm sorry. You, you know what, it's just a delay. It's just a delay for the ultimate inevitable. There's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end is destruction. And we've seen a lot of brothers and sisters. They looked good while they had it going on. They were popping and locking. They sit behind bars right now. And when they were riding them streets, they was riding them streets big. It looked good. And listen, you wanted to come over there and just to be standing next to them made you feel good. I don't want to stand next to them now. I don't want to stand next. I don't want to lay next to them in the grave. I don't want to stand next to them in the cell. I don't want to be standing next to the street. It just, it just ain't no good. So we have to remember, y'all. And listen, God's laws and his commandments and his precepts are not grievous. They're trying to take us somewhere. They're trying to take us somewhere. He's trying to bless us. There's no parent, at least in their right mind, when they're trying to tell you how to live and the things that you should do when you're growing up is trying to destroy your life. There's no coach out there. I know there's some crazy coaches, but you're going to have some coaches. You're going to have some mentors in your life. They're not trying to bring your life down. Mm -hmm. They're trying to get you to that place that they know that you should be at. Amen. To be a productive, at least be a productive member of society. Yeah. At least honor thy father and mother. At least yeah. honor the Lord your God with your life. Mm -hmm. And I know everybody's in different places. And I know some of y'all are like, ah, you know, I go because somebody make me go. I know all of that. I know that. But my prayer is that you're going to have a Damascus Road experience. Nobody's going to be there. None of us. It's going to be you. And when you cry out to him, you're going to hear him say, here I am. And it forever changes your life and you're running around here. And people are like, oh, don't start talking about Jesus again. But y'all, they oh, whatever, okay. Because you tell him that he's the perfect heir. So this brother took us down memory lane, and that's about a wrap. I don't know what time. What time is it, y'all? Did I go over? It's about time. We did about an hour. So remember, man, you got to remember that. And the Bible is repetitious. Sometimes me and Rev want to preach something new, but everything's already been preached. We just need a right now word. One that's for today. Amen. So please keep praying for me because I need prayer. If you think I'm past the point of needing, needing prayer, you are sadly mistaken. All right. He's going to come after me, Rev, and Sister Sheila, those of us that are teaching, because if he can destroy us, then he can destroy everything. You know that? He wants to, he wants to tear us apart. So please pray for us because temptation comes with us just like with you. We got, we got a past, present, and future just like you. 
We are not. I'm sorry, man. As long as you got the, we got the word man in our, in our title. You, you got one man. We got just man. Amen. We're prone to fall. Amen. So don't be shy and shocked when somebody comes to me. I fail. I'm not like, oh my god, I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm like, oh man, I fell last week. Come on, man, get up with me. Come on, let's go. Amen. Get up. Let's go. Ain't no use of sitting there. What's that gonna do? I blew that play. Okay, baby, there's another one coming. Trust me. Keep on living. Rev said it. Keep on living. There's another one coming. You can do good on that one. I don't know. Whatever. Come on, y'all. We got to get up. We got to shake it off. We got to remember the mistakes that we made. And let's not do them twice. If, if you got something that's going on in your life, cry out to the Lord about it. I got so tired. I was telling Rev. I was sharing with Rev and I show with people all the time. Newport had me so bad that I had to run out of church and then every time I would drive like five or six miles from church I start smoking and stuff and then it had to be I stop at the light who stopped one of the deacons and I'm like <laughs> so I act like I don't know him you know <laughs> and that's a sick life to live that's a sick life to live so when I see people now I tell them please don't do that because I've done it already hiding and ducking from you uh-huh Act like I don't see you in the supermarket. Just keep going by real fast. Like, Grandma, Grandma. I turn quick. You know what I'm saying? Come on. Come on. Come on, man. Come on. So you ain't got to live like that. You ain't got to live like that. You got to live that like that around me. I just understand. And I share with people just the mistakes I made. Not, not just me living. Me, the maturation process. Growing up in the Lord. I'm sorry, man. We just all don't have it all right. Okay, but it seems right because we got Jesus in our life. Do you know that? You know that? We can pray and our prayers will not be hindered because we believe on the only begotten son of God. That's it. It's not based on how good you are. This ain't like Santa where you're naughty or nice. Ain't it? You believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you that he's answering your prayers. And listen, he's answering your prayers and he's trying to pull that nonsense out of our life. We just hold, I was holding on to Newport so long. Just one day, I just, it got me so down. I just said, well, you know what, Newport, just whatever. You know what, well, just whatever. I don't care no more. Because we try to hide it, hide it, hide it, push it down, push it down. You know what I'm saying? Just whatever, man. But the Lord took it. But that was some years. I'm not talking about like a couple of days. You know, people can, it was just yesterday. And it was gone. No, it didn't happen for me like that. Some things it took years for the Lord to get that stuff out of my life. Okay? And there's still things I'm praying about to this day. Like, Lord, take that too. If you took Newport, you could take this. You could take that. You could take this. Take that. All right? Come on, y'all. Let's pray.